welcome back to Money Mile. I am your host, Justin Waller, and Money Mile is where you share a mile with us and we help you live a better life. We are here to help active people looking forward to an active and phased financial independence and who are ultimately interested in leaving a meaningful legacy. This episode is the first of five foundational steps to financial fitness. From our last episode, you had the homework of thinking about what you would most like to improve about your situation. So how did that go? What'd you come up with? I'd love to hear from you and hear more about your journey. Please feel free to email me anytime at info at wallerfc.com. There is a lot more to financial fitness and independence than just a foundation. But you have to start somewhere, right? Whether you are 22 or 72, most of the concepts here will apply. So please feel free to share this with anyone you think could benefit. In today's episode, we're going to share with you the first of five foundations for financial fitness. Foundation number one, spend less than what you earn. This statement is not rocket science, but you might be surprised by how many people get tripped up with this initial step. There are many things that can make this process harder and can come back to haunt you later. I suggest starting with a spending plan. Some people use the word budget. I think this takes some of the power away from your decision making. So if you plan on how you are going to spend your money, it is much more in your control than fighting against a budget. This is your basic formula. Income minus savings equals expenses. Beyond that, Here are my top 10 tips for designing your spending plan. First, you get what you earn and what you ask for. My most successful clients go through this process with a mindset that they deserve nothing. They will get whatever they earn through discipline and patience. This has at least two specific applications when it comes to your spending plan. First, The money you earn is quite literally the starting point of this whole process. You should consider periodically reviewing your income structure and see if you have earned an increase in your income. Are you being appropriately compensated for the work you do and the value you provide in the world? If a raise or compensation increase is an option, you may have to ask for it. Most employers don't throw significant compensation increases at their employees. Cost of living adjustments should be table stakes, especially these days, but asking for a meaningful increase in income can take some gumption. If you are confident that you earned it, ask for it. If your employer doesn't give it to you, you may need to consider other employment situations. Take a look around and see what is available to you. Now, I'm not telling you to go job hop every 12 months, but looking at the marketplace and what employers are paying for your skill set may give you the motivation to ask for that next pay increase. Second, you do not deserve a new bike or new running shoes or a fancy vacation. Contrary to popular ideas, I do not believe that you deserve anything. You earn these things. If they are important to you, you should save money for these things in advance and pay for them once you have earned them. Second, a monthly money meeting. Developing and reviewing your spending plan with the people impacted by the decisions you are making will tend to have a better result with less friction after the fact. Scheduling this conversation with significant others and or family can be a great way to talk about what you are trying to accomplish and get everyone to work together. 
I suggest this happen near the beginning of each month, like the first Friday of the month, but everyone's situation is different. Start with something and find what works for you. Third, give every dollar of income a purpose. I'm a fan of Dave Ramsey's budgeting content, so I'd highly recommend you check that out. He calls this concept giving each dollar a name. If you don't give it a purpose or earmark it for something, most dollars will find one on their own. For smaller expenses throughout the month, consider using an envelope system with cash or using prepaid store cards. For example, put $200 on a prepaid Starbucks card and once it's gone, it's gone. This can be done for a lot of things if you need to give yourself a monthly allowance for treats and things of that nature. If every dollar has a purpose, then you'll know where each of them are going. The larger ones are typically fairly easy. You have mortgage or rent or something like that, but a lot of small dollar amounts add up, so you wanna make sure that every dollar has a purpose. Fourth, autopilot. Set yourself up for success. You make good decisions automatic, saving money, paying the mortgage, etc., and make potentially bad decisions take effort. So set up automatic savings programs that will happen every month or every pay period and require no additional effort on your part. If you are going to go on a frivolous shopping trip, you will have to figure out where the money is going to come from. We already decided that every dollar has a purpose in step three. So that frivolous shopping trip may take a little bit of extra work. And if it takes a bunch of extra work for you to do something you shouldn't be doing right now, you might decide to just go for a walk instead. Step five, keep it simple, sweetheart. Your spending plan should be as complex as it needs to be, but as simple as you can get away with. The more categories you have in your spending plan, the higher the likelihood is that you'll make a mistake. So keep it simple. Step six, spend less time juggling payments. Work towards paying all of your fixed bills and prepare for the month ahead on one day each month. The added bonus here is that if it's done right around your monthly money meeting, everything will be fresh in your mind. Trying to pay the mortgage at the first of the month and then pay the utilities later in the month with the childcare payment and everything starts to get confusing. If you can work it up to paying everything on one day, it will save a tremendous amount of mental energy. You might not be able to get this right away, but it's a good goal to work towards. Step seven. Steady wins the race. And I got two ideas for you here. Minimize variation whenever possible. For example, average out your utilities and try to pay the same amount every month. This is very similar to hopping out on your bike for your long steady ride and then deciding you're going to max effort for the first 15 minutes and then take it easy for the next 15 and then max yourself out for another 15. That variability in your training effort there is going to be counterproductive when you're looking at a long, steady ride. Here, steady wins the race when we're talking about spending plans and cash flow. If you can average out your utilities and pay the same amount every month, it's going to be much easier on your spending plan rather than trying to make each payment to the penny every month. It's going to take much more effort and energy. You may also want to consider creating your own paycheck if your income is variable in nature. Your spending plan will look different if you get the same paycheck every two weeks or twice a month 
But if your income is variable in nature, you may want to consider putting all of your income into one bucket or one account and then recreating a stable salary or a stable income out of that bucket that's what you live on. That will help mitigate a lot of that variability. The last thought here was consider setting aside a specific amount of money each month for the larger periodic expenses like property taxes, insurances, vacations, taxes, what have you. Whatever throws you off in large periodic expenses, consider setting aside funds for that every month. So that way it won't disrupt your spending plan when that payment comes due. The eighth tip here is credit cards. Credit cards are a cash flow trap. Stay away from them, at least at the beginning. Now, I can hear the questions now, but I don't carry a balance and I always pay it off, or but I'm earning points, miles, or magic marbles. One of the secrets to an effective spending plan is your awareness of your spending and the direct impact on your financial situation between spending money and what happens in the rest of your life. Using credit cards creates a layer of separation between you and clarity around your money. Credit cards make it easier to spend more money. A study was done many years ago that found that credit card purchases were up to 26% higher than debit card purchases or cash. Those free points, miles, and marbles start to get pretty expensive at that rate. Step number nine, spending money. As your spending plan develops, it is important for most adults earning more than the bare minimum that they need to have some discretionary money. $20 a month or $200 depends on how much you are making and whether or not you are on track for your goals. This should be money that you do not need to account for or feel guilty about spending or saving. The new issue of your favorite comic book came out? Great! Or you had a rough day at work and stopped for an ice cream on the way home? Fantastic! This should be your own allowance. This is another piece that may not happen right away, but is something good to shoot for over time. My 10th tip is adjustment phase. Keep in mind that the first month you are transitioning to a new spending plan may be a little rough. The second month will get better, and by the third or fourth month, you will have most of the kinks worked out. Don't beat yourself up if it doesn't work perfectly the first month. And that, my friends, is my top 10 tips for building a better spending plan. This is all part of the first foundation for financial fitness spending less than what you earn. The next foundation for building financial fitness is do something smart with the difference. If you are effectively spending less than what you earn, you want to put the rest of that to work for you. And we'll be talking more about how to do that in our next episode. But for now, stashing it in your savings account will work. So start with that. I hope this has been a valuable time invested for you. As with most things, what you do is more important than what you know. So we are going to talk about a bit of homework for this episode. I shared 10 tips on how to improve your spending plan and spend less than you earn. Implementing all 10 tips immediately might be really productive, but would also be difficult. I suggest starting with one or two and gradually building to a better place. If you want to supercharge your cash flow and implement all 10 right away, Give yourself a bit more breathing room if things don't go perfectly to plan. Your action item for today is to email me at info at wallerfc.com and let me know which of the steps you are going to implement this month. That's your homework for this episode. Keep in mind that if you work out, 
most everything else will too. And I look forward to talking with you again next time on Money Mile.